Hey guys, welcome to the after show for Houdini and Doyle. Today we're talking about episode six, Monsters of Nethermore, where we have aliens. Maybe? Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Do you guys remember this song? It was at the beginning of the episode. Oh. I was like, it's so pretty. I like it. Sorts of research. I love that. Yes. So, hey, guys. Uh, this is Houdini and Doyle After Show. Today, we're talking about episode six, Monsters of Nethermore. But as we've started doing, we're going to start off with some quick facts of the fact versus fiction. <laughs> and some of these, it's been fun because as I'm reading them, the, the, ep the issues or topics kind of come up in the show. I'm like, oh, perfect. We were kind of talking about that. <laughs> All right, so something kind of funny, in 1908, <laughs> I can't hold my pen, uh, 1908, Houdini appeared as a character in a German dime novel, is off then Spurin Houdini, and he's rescued by Holmes, who is his great admirer, which I think that'd be the biggest ego boost to him. He's Absolutely. like, Sherlock Holmes is my admirer. <laughs> um, and then it was, he was rescued from a gang of rivals who seeked to murder him by pouring sulfuric acid into his escape apparatus. Which I'm like, that's actually a cool story. Right. Yeah. We should write it now. <laughs> and you um, gotta think, like, back then, since there wasn't, like, uh, film or mm -hmm. television or anything like that, that that, like, written into, like, a dime novel, that was, like, you made it. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was the start of yes. yes. um, 1877, uh, Dr. Joseph Bell, there we go. I can't even read my own handwriting sometimes. Um, helped inspire Sherlock Holmes. So this is for with Doyle. Um, he, at the end of Doyle's second year of college, he was picked to serve as Bell's clerk, and that's kind of a foreshadow of Holmes and Watson, which is kind of interesting, mm. um, because this doctor, uh, Joseph Bell, is a brilliant man of reason and deduction, so that kind of inspired that person. Do you think, like, Bell was just, like, trying to ride those coattails out? Like, you know, I was inspiration for Holmes. <laughs> Thank you. MBD, guys. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, something that com came out in this episode was Harry Houdini's real name is Eric Weiss um, and he was born in Budapest and came to America when he was four though he did say he was all American so part of his illusion which totally mm -hmm. came up in this episode so mm -hmm. that was cool um, legend has it that Houdini and this I thought you'd like this Frank for insists that Houdini opened his first lock in pursuit of a piece of pie from his mom's cupboard in his oh. early childhood Ooh, alright that's a great motivation <laughs> that is an absolutely right? great motivation I was like that one's really fun yes and kind of based on our last episode and our discussion both were kind of mama's boys sure just so y'all know mm -hmm. um, but it's because both men had to take care of their families after their fathers died and something that comes up in this episode and we did talk about last time on facts Doyle's father was an alcoholic and um, did um, go to a mental institution because of that and he did have some other stuff going on but it was interesting that this episode he talks about them we'll get to that mm -hmm. um, and then this is also perfect timing for this episode so in time Doyle not only was convinced of his cause but he's obsessed with the idea that there was a well-organized conspiracy among his enemies to suppress the truth Oh. Right? Wow. And I thought that was interesting because this episode, he became the skeptic. So yeah, sure. That was one thing. Uh, yes, his wife was Louisa Hawkins. Did call her Tui, so that is true. Uh, so his, Houdini's relationship, not so much of no wife, but Doyle's is very true. And then, okay, cool, we got through a lot of these. Yeah. Uh, last one, Doyle performed field hospital duty in the Boer War. We talked about the Boer War right. before, and so I was kind of curious of, like, what did he do in it? So he was a field doctor. Wow, nice. Still a finger. So that's interesting. So there are some of your facts versus fiction on this. And um, let's get right into this episode because this is <laughs> fun. What do you guys think? I love this. Yeah, the more the more out there they get with it and the more kind of like they, they start to play with not even necessarily supernatural, but just kind of like 
I don't know, just bigger than than life, really. Mm-hmm. Like, it gets more and more uh, compelling. Yes. Especially, I mean, as we saw kind of the role reversal in this episode. Yeah, the role reversal yes. I liked. It was just nice for them to kind of tweak the formula. Yes. Right. right. That, was, mm-hmm. that was so fun. Well, mm. it dealt with the other in more ways than one, so that was interesting. Sure. Uh, so we open up with a couple... Being all romantic under the stars, we have Danny and Rosie, which I didn't write this at this moment because I'm like, does it matter that it's a mixed-race couple? And it played in later that, Mm -hmm. yes, it did. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, And then they see a shooting star. Oh, wait. Nope, that's not a shooting star. That's a meteor. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, wait, that star's, like, not... That's getting super close. Yeah, something's weird. Uh, and then we kind of see the guy go. Danny goes over to investigate, and there's monsters. But we don't really see them, and they overpower our lovers. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Uh, and then we get Danny waking up in his skivvies, his undies. Uh, and then we go to our hero team, and Houdini is there in the train. I like them being on a train. I don't know why. It's it so, made me happy. <laughs> so many, so many things keep recurring and keep popping yes. up, and just like. All of their their meaningful conversations just happen on moving train. Yes, subway train. Right. That's yeah. true. I mean, what else are you gonna do? Right, exactly. Well, so they yeah, must really. Just really get into things. They're like, well, oh, a car, right. moving vehicles. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we have Houdini's looking into Penelope Graves because we learned that is Stratton's real name, mm-hmm. hmm. but we don't really know too much more about it. And discussion. And he's talking with Doyle about her alias. What's that mean? And. I like the Doyle's like, I'm trying to respect your privacy. Right, right. Mm. He's, yeah, inside, he, I think he's obviously dying to he's know dying. just as much, but yeah. he's just kind of confined by this code of like, yes. oh, gotta be proper and yep. just let my curiosity fade away. Yeah, but we've already seen like he was willing to go along with Houdini when they broke right. into her yes. place. So like right. he's, you know, it doesn't. Th- it's not going to take much to, to kind of push him along. Yeah. Right. So, like, oh, there's only so much yeah. arm twisting. Yeah. yeah. And it was, and and also in the book I was reading, it does say how Doyle was kind of chivalrous of White Knight kind okay. of guy. Mm-hmm. So plays into what he is like on the show. Sure. Uh, six hour train ride. Just go check out the Martians. <laughs> Oof. I mean, you got to really be sure. Like, all it's right, not a five-hour tour. Yeah, yeah, sure. no, yeah. <laughs> Are we gonna really do this? All right, six hours. Oh boy. Okay. That's why they talk so much because it's six hours. Yeah, you, you know that's true. You wow. cover a lot of ground yes. on these trips. Yes. I want to know what like you know, hour five conversation was like. I'm like oh, what do we? What else we talk about? <laughs> they would think of something. Oh, yeah. sure. something. And then uh, we got Stratton in civilian clothes. Yay! It's fun to see her out of her uniform. Yeah. And. Man, her hair is so long. I know it's wrapped up and it's probably extensions, but I was like, "That you hide that away well." That's sure. like wrapped up in there. Yeah, but and then we got Houdini not being so subtle. Penny, right. oh, that, open your mouth. I love that moment. And she kind of like. <laughs> Yeah. For being such a uh, you know a master of deception, he's just terrible at, right. the, at those kind of like really subtle interrogations. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then we jump over to the town of Nethermore and the town Tim, which they called him Timmy, and I saw J- I thought it was Tim, and then they also called him Jimmy. Yeah, I thought it was Jim. Okay, because yeah, earlier I thought there was a subtitle that said Tim, but okay, Jim, but it's close. Sure, it's just one constant. Off. Sure, but he says his kind. So he's a yes. charmer. A charmer. Right. Oh, is. he is. You know. So yes, it's a problem. That's a mixed race couple. And, and he's, he's the uncle of, of Rosie. Yes, mm. yes. So our team gets to meet him. Rowdy town. Rude people. Not only to women and yanks. Yeah. So we'd oh, have right. a problem if we go over there. Yeah, Harry, <laughs> Harry, I think, yeah, Harry just kind of figures that he can kind of buy his yeah. his help, you know, just like, oh, pints on me. And he's 
Not, not you, Yank. Nope. Yep. Yep. Money's nope. no good here. Uh, but luckily, the local police officer is a reasonable man, mm-hmm. and he's keeping Danny um, the locked only up one. for safety. <laughs> right. Yes, he's the only one in town. Ooh, no, uh, Mary, Martha. Mad Martha. Martha. She's not a bad person. No, compared, no. Compared, yeah. But, she, but I mean, yeah. the only the only yes. cop yes. covering, what is it, 1,100 oh, I know, right? Square, uh, yeah. Yep. So our team goes to talk to Danny, and a piece of his, of his memory is missing. Because that's what happens when we get abducted, right? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. And then Doyle is kind of a dick. He's like, he's alcoholic. He has these symptoms. Ugh. And you're just like. And he's, yeah. It's And that's where we get yeah. that first taste right off the bat mm. of like, oh, things are kind of, you know, flipped here. Like he's yep. instantly, oh, he's clearly just an alcoholic. Yeah. Like, he's got all of the symptoms or all, yeah, all of the signs point to a man who's just attacked his wife. Yes. And Doyle this time is a complete non-believer. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what's going on? <laughs> but he was really rude about it. Did you yeah. think? Now, flipping, we've seen Houdini play the typical non-believer for the most of the shows. But now we switch it and it's Doyle. Who do you think is like the better non-believer? Because Doyle is very rude in that. You're like, oh, at least Houdini, when he's being a non-believer, is he quite as rude as Doyle was? <laughs> it's a different kind of rude, you know? Right. He's more of like, he's more pompous about it. Yes. I think Doyle is Doyle very, is just like, he's very brunt, like, no, yeah. this is clearly true. Why would you think anything different? <laughs> yeah. And Houdini's more like, well, let me tell you why I'm so smart and I deduced this and this and this. <laughs> yes. And speaking of that, Houdini goes, I believe in Martians because there's scientific evidence. And you're just like, <laughs> right. tell me more. Kind of want to ask that, be like, please, I'd love to know more. Now, did we, I know Doyle, Doyle accused him of being deliberately contrary. Yes. Do, did we think that he was just being that just to get a rise Both. out of Doyle? Okay. Both. I was wondering Deep if he thought. Deep down, I think he likes bothering right. him. Because there's just, I, th- I figured back then the the idea of of you know extraterrestrials or whatever like i think that that might have included just enough science to be like okay like i can't disprove that like almost like an agnosticism towards aliens mm, you know mm-hmm. like i can't say they don't exist yeah. Yeah, but it's interesting that Doyle takes such a hard line because yes. I mean, when you think about like psychics and mediums, is there really there's really no scientific evidence to really support that either? Right, and he's right. so willing to buy into that. Sure. Exactly. So, yeah. uh, well, here's the thing of asking what you guys believe too. So we get Houdini hypnotizing Daniel, and apparently you can't lie under hypnosis. But Doyle makes a great point of unless you've created that to your memory, and then that is true. Right. So do you guys believe in hypnotism? Like someone can make you do things, say things. No. Pull out memories. I don't think so. I don't know. Because it, it always, so, it, it, I think it, it varies according to the needs of whatever story you're seeing. Like, so I'm like, sure. oh, we can't ever make somebody do something against their fundamental nature. Mm. That's always one hook. But then there's other ones like, oh, he's stealing my memories. And then mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. actually make you do something that you're not uh, predisposed to do. So I, I feel like it could go either way depending on what the needs of the narrative are. Mm. For me, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I was tempted to be hypnotized once and it didn't work. So. Mm. I don't know, but I pretended it was. I did. I pretended it. And that's the thing. See, like you never want to be that guy. Power of suggestion. That, like, yeah. Right. Power of suggestion. Right. Or yeah, you don't want to be that one person because yeah. I'm like, no, I don't. Because that it. just makes it awkward for everyone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe the tapping into a subconscious thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then that's maybe being able to push aside your active thoughts and trying to go back. That maybe I could go with. But that'd be a more like not really hypnotism, but create like 
creative leading like how can i get the information out of you rather than like you're gonna hop on one foot and <laughs> right. squawk like a chicken sure. and you're just like yeah because i felt like it's something like with meditating and they're trying to like clear your mind to like you know channel yeah. like energy ropes into the ground i could never get into that because i kept on like just being too rational about it yeah. right and like I, I so i feel like yeah. maybe that's my problem with hypnosis too i was just too rationally trying to break everything down that are just like all right it's not going to really take hold of me mm. well it's like in yoga they're like don't think about what you have to do today you're like well i wasn't yeah I now that you say that yeah. like damn all right and then uh we got Stratton, who has a very interesting religious perspective that humans are like the epitome, highest form of God's creation, mm. which the boys kind of were like. Now, one thing, if, if mm. we can jump real, real quick yeah. back to the hypnosis, one thing I thought yeah. was interesting is that it almost seemed like they were telling the story that Houdini was the one that coined the term aliens to describe extraterrestrials. Okay. He says, while while they're talking about the, the hypnosis, he says, you know, why don't we just call them aliens? That's what we call people that, you know. That aren't that was, from this that country. That was a later conversation. No, that was this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. was that soon? Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't I just think thought, he coined the term aliens. I thought that was an interesting little... Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have thought, but it's. I thought that was funny. He's like, yeah, why wouldn't we just call him that? But it's a good explanation of why to pick that word. It's like you call somebody who's different from you. They are alien. Right. But you could mean extraterrestrial sure. or... Alien on a... Not us. Galactic the other. level. Yeah. Right. Eh, well. Uh, and then we have... Stratton's the smart one here because she figures out that flowers can show where Daniel was because lords and ladies is another name for a flower. Mm-hmm. That was very smart. And they, they, yeah, she kind of deduces that from the, the drink that they mm-hmm. serve her at the, uh, mm-hmm. at the uh, I guess, what would you... I, I thought she spit out because she was laughing. That's what I thought. That's what it seemed like. I was happy that she laughed. I was like, laughed. this is an odd moment for this character. <laughs> She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Right. And they're like, oh, it's not for the London palette. Yeah, it's, so, what do they call it? Saloop? Saloop. Saloop. Yeah. yeah. She's like, wait a minute. Is that... <laughs> right. that was very smart. I yeah. like that. Uh, so then um, Stratton and Houdini have a nice little chat about her husband's heart attack while they're walking. Mm. But Houdini says she's lied because he's a good reader. We get more of that cold reading. Do you think yes. she, mm-hmm. she's lying? Well, I mean, we kind of know later, but mm-hmm. do you think his death is a murder or an accident? I mean, or natural I causes. I don't know. All of the things that, that Harry was saying made a lot of sense. And, like, all of the things that mm-hmm. he was picking up on because of his skills at cold reading, you know, mm-hmm. there was there would be no reason for her to substitute one boring cause of death with another. Mm-hmm. So it's got to be something a little bit, you know, exotic kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I still feel, I mean, and I guess we do have a resolution somewhat to this by the end of the episode. But I feel like, you know, what what's Stratton's reluctance to be open with this point? I mean, mm-hmm. they've, they, they've been pretty chummy and they've been very helpful towards each other. Mm. Uh, both Houdini and Doyle and Stratton all all towards each other. So why why be like when I confer with she's like these are the two guys out of everybody that's close to her that she yeah. Feels, yeah. she could trust. And they they have no malicious intent towards her ever. So I mean mm. she should know that at least. Like yeah. they're gonna mess with her right. and they're gonna look in your things. And yeah, but they're even, never meaning to be hurtful. Exactly. Yeah. Even if Harry can be a creep to her, like he's not like <laughs> yeah. he still means well yes. ultimately deep yeah. deep down. And so while they're looking, they find the site, and yes, it's a meteorite. Mm. I love that Doyle's like, it's a meteorite. So there's a lot of meteorites Clearly. that you've dealt with? Right. Yeah. Apparently. You know. uh, and then they find the medallion, which kind of proves Daniel wasn't lying. Mm-hmm. The one that he yes. sketched under hypnosis? Yeah. yeah, it's one of those like, well, there was something out there. Because you could argue he planted it or something like that. But mm. it's, it, it's something tangible to be like, he said this, it's there. Good right. sign. There's something, yeah. Yes. And then they suggest to go, they're told to go talk to Mad Martha because she saw something as well. Okay, sure. Yeah, you're like, sure. <laughs> you know. And the uh, kobolds, 
the goblins. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, sprites. But yeah. I like that Houdini goes, it's just another name, which I'm like, that makes sense too. It's right. like, because we could all see the same thing and we could have given it a different name. Right, Or exactly. know it as a different name. Mm-hmm. It's only when we agree that, like, this is what this is. Right. Well, it's it's like in, in the kind of the universe of The Walking Dead, like, each different group of survivors has a different name yes. for zombies, even if none of them are zombies. <sighs> but if zombie movies existed before that this happened, they have to call point. them zombies. That's my exact point. <laughs> and they reference that zombie see okay side so big side note because that. that was but my yes, exact point side note any zombie movie that disregards the fact that we've all seen a zombie movie yes. is just bs exactly we can't just be like i don't know what those things are i've never heard of that before right. it's like everything it's else in their too culture into our culture to disregard that right. so same thing with this of aliens we all everybody's heard some explanation of aliens so right. Yes, no, 100%. so funny. I'm so happy you said that. But yeah, so it's, so yeah, yeah. Um, along along those yes. those lines, yeah, it makes sense that, you know, what one person calls aliens, another person would call goblins. Yeah. Because really, I mean, the, the lines could blur mm-hmm. between what what describes those. Exactly. What the... I do like during that whole conversation, mm-hmm. though, is that no matter how Doyle keeps trying to press her for information, she's just focused on Houdini. Yeah. And it's so, about, oh my yes. God, I love it. Where are you yes. from? <laughs> what, you're brown skinned? See, uh, Doyle yes. was a jerk there, too. <laughs> He's yeah. like, not trying to be nice. He's like, give me the information, woman. Well, it wouldn't, like, it wouldn't be a full role reversal if he yes. wasn't a complete dick the way <laughs> yeah. that Houdini is. This is true. And then but he... I love, yeah, she's so so into the idea that someone like shares her you know similar kind of lineage her story yes and so she's just one track mind yes and so we get to learn that the town used to be a rich mining town didn't go so well immigrants mm. were chased out and killed murdered and then we get a little bit of houdini's past which is true that he is he, um i'm like is i'm like is in the show mm-hmm. and was a jew and that was a big part of who he was mm-hmm. and later we get the story about his father but we'll come to that um and so we learned that she's seen them more than once and then doyle's just like just because she's seen him more than once yeah man he is i don't yeah. know maybe because when houdini does it, he's more playful about it that he doesn't seem like a jerk right you're just like oh you're kind of annoying stop right. it <laughs> doyle you're like it's you're a, doyle's mean. a little bit more brash yeah yeah maybe that's the difference right. and then uh houdini mentions angels are aliens and and I like Stratton's like, no, those are angels. And he's like, <laughs> Once again, just another, yeah, another time. That was his scientific evidence. But you know what? That's an ancient alien show. And there's other evidence, that evidence that aliens and biblical things match that so you go, yeah, sure. Like, yeah, you. It's one of those you roll your eyes, but you go, okay, you made an argument. You took two pieces of information, put them together, right. but. Well, it's, it's, I think it's like we, we've said on the show before. Like, there's a, there's a saying where it's, you know, magic is just science that we don't understand yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah. those Discovery Channel shows, there was one where it's like one guy, was, his role is always analysis. I'm going to analyze this. And he always the results would be, like, inconclusive. Like, uh, okay, great. I'm going to analyze could it. could be this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Right. <laughs> yes. Oh, and they reference H.G. Wells because we did talk about yeah. that of contemporaries of who was going on that time and how aware they were. Of I think we mentioned that last show. Yeah. yeah. How aware were they of aliens? Right. So there we go. H.G. Wells. Yeah, H.G. Wells calls them mm-hmm. Martians. And- yeah. So, sure. And uh, then we got Houdini and Jimmy get a fight in the bar and hit me right in the gut, which 
I like how you're. That was great. Oh uh, yes, uh, that was that was very cool to see that, and I like mm-hmm. that. I, I like that. I played against the expectations because you exactly. figured it was yes. going to happen that direction, yes. and no, nice little punch to the Just face. Just pull the sucker punch right mm-hmm. to the face. Yeah, and that was a true historical thing too that he was like do that. But then it's one of those he d- he kind of cheated because if you always do it, you build up a tolerance. Right. So Well, th- I think yeah, I think that's why he asked. Yeah. Because yeah, like then he if, knows if you take that first punch and it does nothing, yes. then I'm going to beat the holy shit out yeah. of you afterwards. But then he still does anyways, and mm-hmm. he's a good fighter. Oh my god. Like, he, he yeah. but like not just a good fighter. Like he went, like he snapped. Oh yes, yes. Like, he's he's not happy towards racism yeah. at all. Right, right, right. Nope. I love, but I do love before that, and we'll obviously get to it before that. But um, they've only got two rooms instead of three, <laughs> yeah. and so of course Harry's like, well, darn. Like, I hey, guess sweetheart. I guess yeah. this is gonna have to happen. <laughs> She's like. It's like mm. No. Yeah, you guys are going to get close to that. Yes. Yeah, they do play a lot on that, which I like a lot. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Well, yeah, but yeah, we're getting right there. Houdini's doing push-ups in the next shot. Man. <laughs> Hilarious. Good going. job, Michael. We were like, you were going for a while. Yeah. How many... There you go. That's a question via Twitter. <laughs> how many push-ups... And we'll ask you probably via Twitter. Michael, how many push-ups did you have to do? I don't know that? if you were listening. I did over a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and I love, like, Doyle is just like... Of course he's got that face like, is this really happening Yes, right now? but then they have the... Uh, yeah, you need to... Oh, he's reading the evidence, and then Houdini's like, maybe you should exercise. And Doyle's like, um, I do work out. Right. Which, there you go, that's he another... Was, he was, what was he? He was man of the match? Yes. yes man. <laughs> man so proud of, the of match. it, too. It was like, it's such a dandy way to even, like, express athleticism. Like, I was man of the match. Yeah. Well, historically, they both were very fit men and active. Doyle did a lot of different outdoor activities as well so mm. they were both active guys just different body types with how they were active so mm. but yes that's <laughs> love the machoism it's like guys calm down right. yeah. and uh I, I do like what that because that, that's when Doyle talks about uh, racism mm-hmm. and, and bigotry. He tells the story mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well I like Houdini goes that you're the only one who can put you in the gutter or no yes. you're uh the only one who can put you in the gutter is you which I'm mm. like I like that because like, I don't care what they say good advice good advice mm. Uh, and then I think Doyle's like, I understand. This is a child is trying to do. He's like, so your experience is that is because you did it, right? Yeah, yeah. We get the story about this this maid, uh, mm-hmm. this black maid that Doyle had as a kid, yep. and how he stole a friend's pocket watch and let her get take the blame and get fired for it. Yeah. And yeah, Houdini's just like, wait, yeah. So your experience is just that like you were an asshole <laughs> and you learned to not be. Yeah, that was really good. And then. Uh, I love their uh, how their romance is them in bed together. Right. Kind of cuddling up. Right. And then we'll jump ahead, but the next morning when Houdini's like... Right. He had such a smile on his face yeah. in that bed. Well, like, He's after... Like, <laughs> like one, of the, one of the things that I noticed is that they have this whole conversation about bigotry and about, like, learning not to be bigots. And then Houdini's just like, the thought of two men laying together. Ugh. And I then know, gets and then they get bed. <laughs> Which, um, the two men lying together is a possibility of these two guys hooking up with, connected to our Agent Stratton, Agent Detective. Yes. Mm-hmm. But yes, I love that he's like, two men lying together. Scoot over, buddy. Right, right. Because that, yeah, the thing about it, they <laughs> see a picture of George Ives, because yes. it's like the order of the K. Kyrona? Kyronia. Kyronia. Yes. Mm. Which Oscar Wilde was invited to join, that secret society. So here's a glimpse into secret societies, which we've talked about a little bit, but the show hasn't really. They've just kind of hinted at it. Right. You know, speaking of the humor in that, I don't think this episode was as funny. I felt this one was a little bit more on the serious side. Exactly, yeah. I think it was. Last one was so funny, and this one's a little bit more like... But this was dealing with a lot more... Different topics. Yeah, definitely. 
Go figure, the Alien episode is a serious <laughs> one. Uh, and then, so someone on YouTube, I'm sorry I didn't write your name down, but someone pointed out that poor Doyle in another episode just couldn't get his pipe lit, and it happened again. <laughs> he goes light it, and Houdini's like, whoa, take that outside. So I like your observation on that, and I totally thought of it when he's sitting That's there funny. like, eh. Nope. I'm like, is this an anti-smoking thing on TV that they don't want to show him smoking? Or is it just a constant gag? Of right, like, right. I want to enjoy this. And I do, I yeah, I do love that Houdini's just like, hey, dude, like, take it outside. Take it outside. <laughs> what, what is it? This is, it's what, 1901? I'm and pretty he's sure they like, didn't care. He's like, you can't do that. But smoking a pipe in bed. But it's, yeah, know, but it, seems so weird. it makes sense that, I mean, Houdini kind of lives or dies on his breathing abilities. So he wouldn't mm. want that to be compromised. That's a very interesting yeah. observation. I like that way. Of that's the only at thing. It. That's the only thing that I thought of is he's yeah. just like he's just. Of course, he's only thinking about himself. Oh, of course, like, absolutely. Uh, so we get Stratton in her room. She has a ring on a necklace, and we finds her things have been missing or they've been messed with. Mm-hmm. I think she just has to sigh once and be like, "Houdini did it." Right, <laughs> right. She's like, "It's like a little brother." That's why she can't romantically that's hook up funny. with him. Houdini is like a little brother. Yes. Uh, and then Doyle's like, screw this. I'm going to go outside and go for a smoke. But then he starts to hear and see something. Mm. Doesn't go so well for him. And then, yes, Houdini wakes up alone. Another example of bromance. And Stratton's like, wasn't he your bedfellow? <laughs> right. And there's a Shakespeare line. We should be bedfellows. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a nice little chat. Finally, Stratton and Houdini have a nice little chat. Yeah, yeah. Morning. Not in a moving vehicle. Right, there yeah. you go. Finally, a stationary yes. conversation. And we learned about how Houdini was pretty much almost arrested as a kid and a good example of why he's not okay with racism because his poor dad was like, we don't serve your kind. And you're just like, aww. Right, and we get that quote that's like almost a little too on the nose, but it's, you know, don't ever let anyone put you in chains. Yep. And that was, I don't know if that's real. I don't know if that was a, mm. a real quote or not, but it seems extremely on the nose. Yeah, and then how he ends up doing chains. Right. Only chains I do myself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And this Stratton kind of has a moment where she, I think, really is like, oh, sees him maybe in a new light. And then mm. kind of understands where he's coming from. And then Houdini, being the good man he is, goes to look for Doyle and uh, finds the little clues. Right, right. Yes. The match, and then the matchbox. It's the breadcrumbs. Exactly. And then we find Houdini in his underwear, and he's been attacked, but he stayed in the same location, mm-hmm. which is interesting to point out because Daniel was moved, Doyle was in the same spot. Right. What does this mean? Mm-hmm. So then uh, they go looking again, and they find bats, and Houdini's like, oh, the birds, and he's like, no, bats, because where there's bats, there's caves. Right. I was like... You moron. <laughs> he was all kinds of witty snappy this episode. Yeah, was, he was sassy. He was. Sassy he was very sassy. Uh, and then uh, Doyle kind of reveals a little bit about himself and kind of explains why he was so judgmental towards Daniel because he said he thinks of his father who was a drunk, which is true. And so that kind of explain that kind of gives a little bit of justification of why he was so quick to judge Daniel because it's like, I, it just reminded him of his dad. Mm. But still, you're just like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't be so quick to judge there, Doyle. <laughs> and then we get the moment that Houdini quotes Doyle, and Doyle's like, wait, I wrote that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. That was very funny. But, you know, we uh, we know Houdini in the show owns all his books. Sure, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. This you, should, you should do more little references of that. There we go. <laughs> Predictions. Can we have more references of, you, of Houdini reading Sherlock Holmes and stuff? Yes. So this is definitely the moment where they do talk about how they swapped roles, and they both liked it. Mm-hmm. It was a vacation and refreshing. Yes. Their two opinions. Yep. 
Which I wonder how that would feel if you are always the one who's always a believer, you're always a doubter, to have a moment where you get to feel the other side. Yeah, because I liked how he said it, refreshingly unimaginative. <laughs> right. Which I'm like, oh, all right. Exactly, gotta... yeah. They were saying, yeah, Ouch. they were they were basically, yeah, I liked it, but I would never want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is why this doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was fun that they said it, and so it's a little meta that, like... In the show, they're talking about how they switch roles, and we're like, the guy switch roles in this episode. Crisscross. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I can imagine, like, because, like, in real life, being either or, being to such the extremes can't be that much fun. I think a good combination of both is probably the exactly. best yeah. way to go. Yeah, I definitely would go with refreshing. So I wonder how the actors felt um, switching roles. Because then, if as an actor, if you have to play the same character all the time, that's nice when you get to switch it up a little bit. So. Mm, yeah. Must have been fun for that. Um, what would you guys think? Leave a comment below. Did you like them switching roles or not? Because it was pretty, I think, pretty entertaining to watch. But, sure. man, do you think Doyle was a jerk? <laughs> or are we just judging him because he's normally so nice and I think polite? that's what it is. I think that it's too. the latter. Yeah. I think I, we're, yeah, we're so used to him being so gentle that, yes. like, him being a little bit, like, abrupt, it just reads like, whoa, take it easy. But I do, you have to, though, agree that Houdini, when he does it, is, like, more playful. And so he's more just I mean, annoying versus, it, like... Right, right, right. I don't know if it's as much playful as it is condescending. Like, okay. I think it, at least with, with Doyle, it's like, look, I know you're smarter than this, so why would you even consider yeah. this option? Where Harry's like, look, I know I'm smarter than you, so I'm going to explain this to Maybe you since he's in so, a way that you might understand. Well, since he's so egotistical, you can just brush it off more than like... Right, 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 right. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. well, like even last last episode when Doyle was uh, basically breaking down how the, the psychic basically mm-hmm. was able to uncover everything, and he was breaking it all down, that just seemed still uh, him being a you know skeptic, but still not in a harsh way. Yeah, right. it was, right. it was rude about yeah. it. This one he felt rude, mm. that you're like, mm. But yeah, it is, it is highlighted by the fact that he's normally so polite. Right. He's so British. Which he's supposed to be Scots a little bit. (laughs) Scot-Irish a little bit, but that's okay. (laughs) Uh, And then we get uh, Stratton telling Jimmy and the mob off that we need you guys to help find your pregnant niece. Mm. We don't need an angry mob. Go, girl. Before that, we finally see uh, Houdini and get get attacked by these... By the goblins. I have that down oh, yeah. lower. I'm like, there's my little, yes. I mean, we only saw a little bit of a glimpse yes. of it before we went to commercial, but. Oh, yes, before when they first grabbed yeah. them. Yes, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, they haven't been tied up yet. Mm. Uh, but yes, we see the monster things and, oh no, what happened? <laughs> right. Yeah. And it was, it reminded me a lot of the descent, like you talked totally about last descent. week. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And then we learn what it is. It's pretty much 100% descent. Mm. Just a different. Okay, not Well, the explanation, but... are we getting into the explanation of... of... Not there yet. Okay. Almost. Okay. That's two notes down. Okay. But almost there. <laughs> and then well, we get a little bit of comedy with Doyle telling Harry to hurry up. And <laughs> Harry going, my, all my things are careful preparation. Right. right. But then Doyle one-ups him with the, royal and the, uh, the rope and the oil lamp, and he's just like, shoot, I'm going to cut myself out. And he's right. like, you out yet? You yeah. <laughs> Harry's like, do we have time for this? <laughs> exactly. Then they find the nightshade, the mandrake, which mandrake just totally made me think Harry Potter. Oh, right. Sure. Sure. Uh, And so there's one other one, which I didn't write down. Did you guys catch what the third plant was? I thought there was a third one. There was. Uh, Nightshade, mandrake, I'm not sure. But yeah. yeah. Those are the only two that jumped out. Yay for plant drugs. Of course. (laughs) Sure. That's how it knocks somebody out. Hashtag gay for plant drugs, guys. (laughs) Get it trending. Yes. So then we see cave paintings on the wall, essentially. Mm -hmm. 1849, 50. And some Cyrillic script as well. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they learn that the migrants, they go, wait, the 
migrants were driven out and the mine was closed and two families came here and now we can get the explanation. Right. So that that jumped out to me as like, oh, this is basically the Hills Have Eyes. Mm-hmm. Like this is um I will say I haven't seen the original Hills Have Eyes, but at the very least at the very least in the remake, uh the you know, the the cannibals were were part of this town that was being used for nuke testing. Mm. And so the radiation kind of transformed them over time. Mm-hmm. And so that's sort of what, what this story reminded me of. Well, this one they said a century. Mm-hmm. How long did they say? Uh, I, no, not a century. A little, a little over fifty years. Yeah, 50 just years. over, just over half a century. So, like one. Well, children being born there and growing up there. Mm-hmm. So you get sort of one generation because right. the adults wouldn't change that much. I feel. Right. Well, being, I don't know. I mean, if there. if they never once came out of the. End Not of, end as of the much sun. as a child who grew up. There. Sure, sure, yeah. sure, sure. I think they would have. They would. They would obviously have damage, which I did like that. Oh yeah, monsters talked. Exclamation point. Yeah, I love that. I, love I that. like that. We're like, mm-hmm. we need to delay you, and you're like, I did not see that coming. Mm-hmm. So we learned that they have yeah rickets and probably lead poisoning. Sure. So yeah, I think it makes sense that. And they mentioned that they were born there and they don't know the time before. So pretty much anyone who was the time before, it, it sounds like they're kind of not alive anymore. Right, right, right. Or they wouldn't last as long. There you go. The adults who went there, they probably wouldn't survive as long. Mm-hmm. But if you were born there, sure. Yeah. But I don't, I'm curious how, I mean, it, we can't really do an experiment of it, but I'd be curious how, would you really look that effed up the way they were? That's what I was wondering, yeah, because it seemed really extreme. I felt it was a little extreme. Right. Like, I think they could look like that if they had been down there like a hundred years. Right, 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 Like right. more, a little more, a couple if it had more been generations, a few generations evolution. Yeah. yeah. Like, Descent is, actually, do we know? I don't think in Descent they ever find out how long. No, I don't think the, so. The things in there had been there, so... Mm. It's for a visual TV effect. Sure. sure and sure, sure. we learned the, mi- the migrants were just trying to help out Rosie. Right. Aww. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> and then how convenient the mo- one of the monsters, he's like, yeah, my father was a doctor and taught me everything I knew. Right. Yes. <laughs> you know what? That's one. Speaking of doctors and this and doctors and any zombie show, everyone needs to learn from the doctor basic skills. <laughs> Everyone. There needs to be classes every day of at least basic medical skills. Mm -hmm. Same thing with shooting, which at least they do shooting. But I'm like, that just baffles me on any show where you have someone who's in a doctor position and you don't have a lot of options or you're in a high risk situation. I'm like, I think everybody, No, you're not going to learn as much as them probably, but you could still know more than you do now. Yeah drives me nuts and then they're like and the doctor died oh guess what nobody learned anything from him and you're just like right (laughs) you at least learn a little bit because like my dad was veterinarian and i know some basic things just from being around him so i'm just like these people don't learn any skills Mm. Mm. but apparently kind of jumping ahead but we do learn that they know how to do at least some midwifery Mm -hmm. that's a new word (laughs) midwife skills uh, I love. What do you guys think of that little discussion of who is the real monster? How they're describing the people on the outside. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I feel like yeah, mm. that that always comes up. Even going back to like Todd Browning's freaks, like mm-hmm. who are the real freaks? Mm-hmm. They're it's... murderers, right. and they drove us out. It's better than dying. And mm. you're just like, oh, you have such a good point. Right, right. Yeah, because oh, when they came in on, they said they're getting ready to leave, and I'm yeah. wondering like, where where are you going, guys? Because right. I don't know of any other caves nearby. Mm. Really? <laughs> Look very flat, actually. Yeah. Like some rolling hills, but not like. Sure. There's probably not that many. Well, that's a well carved out cave, if you will. Like, mm-hmm. there's it went down in there. You know, it's not just like 
some short little area. It seemed, yeah, it seemed yeah. very, very expansive. Deep. There we go. There yeah. you go. He's like, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> but it's probably the mining tunnels. They probably found maybe go to another mining tunnel. Mm, I don't know. I it's guess. a good question. Where are you guys gonna go? Right. I don't know why, but that's right now made me think of um like Island of Doctor Moreau. Oh, okay. A little bit because sure. they're like the others who are treated differently, but that one is a little bit different. But. Right. I love the book and the movies. Sure. So. Even the modern one. Yeah, we could see Val Kilmer there doing his best Marlon Brando. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, that would have been great in this episode. <laughs> um, and then uh, we have the good line, running is still hiding. Right. Sure. That's a good point. It's, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you need to fight for your place. What do you guys think of that? Do you need to fight for your place in this world? Yeah, I mean, I guess some people would would interpret like fighting as in with physical violence as opposed to just standing up for yourself. Right, mm-hmm. so right, right. That, That's always that fine line of how people choose to take that kind of statement. It's always, yeah, it's always subject to interpretation. It's better to die on your feet than live on your knees. There you go. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look at you. Mm-hmm. I feel like, well, and certainly since it did resonate more with Houdini. I mean, certainly he was the one yes. that was doing the lion's share of the talking in there, trying to convince him. And Doyle was just like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I, 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 had a, I, I let my black make it fired. Yeah. So, <laughs> He's like my privileged childhood sort of. <laughs> um, which, you know, that's something they didn't get into of prejudice that he would experience. He did, I think there were some, I don't know how public the issue was of his father's drunkenness, but... They probably experienced some prejudice in that way of being treated differently of that family. I see. And then there's another thing which I didn't really talk about. But um, so after he moves out, his mom took a border and there was some scandal that possibly the mom and the border were hooking up. And Doyle was not a fan of that. No. But there's not enough evidence that really shows it. But it's enough that like historians on Doyle are just so excited about that possibility. (laughs) So anyway, side note. Uh, Then we got, um, yeah, as soon as they started to go outside, I wrote down eyes, question mark, sunlight. And then Doyle goes, it's going to take a while for them to adjust. (laughs) I do. What do you guys think of shows that do that? I I really enjoy it when I have a moment and I think of something and then the show addresses that thing I'm thinking of. Because I'm like, thank you. I mean, it depends. It depends. Oh, true. How cheesy it is. Because I think sometimes, yeah. sometimes it could be like, oh my god, you know, I'm so glad they addressed that. And other times it's like, uh, I I wanted to figure out it on, on my own. Oh, I didn't. I didn't okay. want to be like when when they had the whole conversation about them switching roles. I kind of didn't oh. like that because it's like, oh, I wanted to come to that conclusion on my own. I didn't want there to be a whole scene where it's like, hey, I'm acting like you usually act, and hey, you're usually acting how I'm usually acting. Okay. Like, uh, I mean, more like the moment where they go outside and you're like aren't their eyes going to, like, blow up? And right. then Doyle goes, <laughs> right. it's just going to take a moment. I mean, like, right. that, those and kind I of think, moments. I mean, even then, I think that probably could have been deduced by them, like, recoiling and covering their eyes. But, I what know. I did like is when the angry mob shows up that they, I, I was expecting them just to run back inside, but they stood there. I was like, <laughs> right. well, why aren't you guys just running? Just run back in that cave. Do- no. Houdini has inspired them enough to hold their ground. That's They're why. fighting for their yeah. place. Yes, they are. And then, of course... Uh, Rosie come we hear the baby and Rosie come out almost on cue I felt that was a yes. little too like <laughs> they, they say there maybe could have been a little more conflict but mm, that's okay um okay now speaking of how they're weird and stuff in the cave I'm okay, I, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt of their weirder parents but what is up with the head tilts I'm, yeah. I'm a monster so I'm gonna like twitch my head yeah. anyways yeah yeah, they would still be acting like people. Yes. Maybe some maybe of the, maybe hunched the key- because you have a ceiling. That's yes. literally what that's I was just fine. thinking. Yeah, that's the only mm-hmm. thing but I can think of. what is up with the head tilts? Right. That drove me nuts. Right. That was too much. Sometimes you got to tilt your head to get underneath those like, those mm-hmm. lower places. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. while they're listening, like a yeah. bird exactly. or like a dog. They're, they're doing the, yeah. like bats. Puppy, they're like, like bats with echolocation. 
Yeah. There you go. There you but go. see, that you did it differently. They're doing a little more like they just do the. It, it's it's just such a common trope right. in like yeah. movies that you're just like, okay, right. you're weird. Do your weird, weird hood tilt. Right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. It what? wasn't enough that we made you look like ghouls. Yes. <laughs> we need your head to tilt right. like weird times. Just don't be together. You all have to be different. <laughs> That's I, exactly how the director said it. <laughs> My favorite part of that whole scene was just watching uh, Jimmy's face. Like uh, yeah. that actor was not good enough to carry all that <laughs> that emotion tear. that was happening in there. I think yeah. he had a tear. <laughs> Where he went from like yeah, yeah. Where he went to, from like you know outrage to it's acceptance. Or <laughs> no, your nephew. Uh, yeah. It's your it's His your new nephew. nephew. I see them touching each other. They love each other. Oh my oh, God, my heart is My growing. half brown baby nephew. <laughs> oh my. I agree. I thought that that wouldn't be that quick of a. It would be a. I will tolerate your exactly. yes yeah. for now. Right. Yeah. It'll take me time. I didn't believe. Yeah, that's too quick. That's like, oh, I instantly like it. Everything's. We're gonna kumbaya and we're sing together cool later. Guys. Yay! And, but yeah. the second all these outsiders leave, I'm yes. gonna start hitting yes. things. <laughs> nope, nope. Um, <clears throat> and then we get back on the train. Stratton accuses Houdini of stealing, but he's put it back because he's <laughs> mischievous like right. that. And they kind of ask why the name changed, and she kind of gives an answer, but... Mm. It's kind of a non-answer, no. like, yes. oh, like, I, I liked it. Yes. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. kind of it. And so she finally gets, explains she believes her husband was murdered, mm-hmm. which, that is interesting. Why didn't you say that sooner? Yes. Right? <sighs> that is one where I'm like, why didn't you say that sooner? Because <laughs> you guys have all been hanging out for a while now. Like, exactly. You should trust them. You guys are like, you've gone to, you have solidarity together by now. Right. You've all like almost risked your lives. Right. And, oh, well. Yeah, because I mean, it's only when they started kind of throwing out their theory for what happened. Yeah. They think their husband may have been gay or anything yeah. like that. They realize She's like, right. no. Right. Yeah. She's like, fine. I think he was murdered. And you're like, you could have. All right, fine. You kind of buried the lead on that one. Yes. And then we get the newspaper. Of course. Of course. Yay. It's like the bat signal. It's their bat signal. Yes. It's just the newspaper. Nigel Pennington was murdered. (gasps) Dun, dun, dun. It's like cue bad music. Uh, Like, dun, dun, dun. uh, (laughs) I was going to say, there's two of them. There's like... I think yours sounded a little The one bit... I did was like the dramatic chipmunk. Oh, okay, That's yeah. I... Mine's like the dun dun dun. Right. Okay, and then Strang goes, I think I'm in danger. And so, of course, the episode ends on a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Executive producer Dick Wolf. <laughs> um, do we have... Okay, we already kind of saw the trailer a little bit for next time, but... Mm-hmm. Um, and we were kind of talking about, okay, so this show, it's still Monster of the Week. There hasn't right. been any carryover, which I, I feel I'm still enjoying. Sure. The more I watch the show, I'm like, I just really like it. Absolutely. Yeah. So the, more, the more we explore their characters and their stories and their dynamics with each other, it, it you know, there doesn't necessarily need to be a big bad for them no. to all unite against. Not yet. No, I mean, it just seems like at least for the last several episodes, it's just been Stratton's mystery. Has been There's the kind our, of been yeah. the kind of mini through line through some of these. Episodes. Yeah, that is kind of what it is. Yeah, that has been our big baddie. Right. So, we'll, what kind of predictions? We'll get into predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. I like your uh, dubbing there. Yeah, thank almost. you. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so more, I guess, predictions on themes. Um, well, certainly uh, what you were talking about with uh, uh, Doyle and his father and okay. uh, his alcoholism being institutionalized, it seems like that is going to play into the next yes. episode. Good point. Yes, with Good Doyle being in an institution. So mm-hmm. I feel we're, yeah. we'll learn a lot about that and how the similarities between that would be interesting mm-hmm. to see. 
Mm-hmm. Newspaper gone. I no. I think we'll still see something. <laughs> A di- like Doyle on the front page, institutionalized. <laughs> 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 right. But um, is he really? I know. Yeah. The you way never that know. trailer goes, right. you can't tell yet. Do you think it could be maybe like a, Just in his a head? dream sequence? I hope it's not a dream sequence. Right. But whatever reasons he lo- he's locked up, I hope it's um, something elaborate. Right. Not all, just... I, all I want to see is Houdini teaching him how to escape from a straight jacket. Oh, yes. That's the oh, that would be so good. So is that, is that as good as lockpicking for you? Escaping the straight jacket? <laughs> That's always impressive. But, but, I feel like, but after seeing Lethal Weapon and you, you know, dislocate your shoulder, I feel like I know how you can get out of a straight jacket. He's going to be willing to do that. He's going to do lock breaking to get in to go get him and then teach him to get out of the straight jacket. Boom. There you go. That's what there it's going to be. He, um, he won't just break him out. He's like, well, just break me out. No, no, no. I'm going to teach you how to break out. Yes. <laughs> break out of your own mind. That's right. Yeah, you go. I'm sure you can break a man out and he's free, but you teach yeah. a man to break out and he can never and he be can locked feed up. himself for a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, okay, Stratton's, I feel Stratton's mystery is going to be the one that's probably going to be dragged out the entire show. Mm. We're probably only going to get one more little bit grain. Maybe she'll say why she feels she's going to be murdered in the next episode, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I hope it's an elaborate reason why he's there. And yeah, Houdini's not much in that trailer, so I hope I wonder if this is going to be an episode where it's going to be that would be the next mm, way to spice up these episodes if we focus on one character more than another. Oh, sure. You sure. know, like this episode had the character switch, mm-hmm. so if we get into an episode where maybe we're going to focus on one person versus another one. So mm-hmm. maybe... Yeah, I mean, and I wonder, like, the the reason that Stratton's going to be, like, the, the kind of through line is that, I guess, you know, Houdini and Doyle being so well-known and established real-life fig- figures, there's not true. much you can you know, alter their, you know, their, their yeah. true-life histories to, for a dramatic effect. Yeah. But Stratton, yes. since she's a blank slate, you can do anything you That's want true. with her. Exactly. Well, I think that kind of covers it. Um, <laughs> let everybody know where they can find you guys hmm. and uh, what other shows you're on. Oh, man. Uh, well, first of all, as always, y'all can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Ty Matthews PMA. Uh, yeah, do all that stuff, you know, on your iPhone. Uh, <laughs> as far as AfterBuzz TV, y'all can catch me right before this show, Monday nights on Monday Night Raw. Uh, Wednesdays for American Ninja Warrior. Thursdays for American Grit. Season finale is this Thursday. And uh, Lucha Underground. So... Lots of wrestling and stuff. Just a little bit. Oh, look at that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. You can check me out uh, with Carrie D. Lane there on Box Office Breakdown on Popcorn Talk. Uh, the Preacher After Show, Master Chef After Show, General Hospital After Show, Veep After Show. Uh, too many more after shows to name. Oh, yeah, just like, I'm just, man, yeah, yeah, after yeah, show, yeah. after but, show, yeah, after right. show. <laughs> Just a few. Just wow. a few. Uh, and you guys can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And you can see me. So Monday nights, now it's uh, right before this is Box Office Breakdown at 10. Houdini and Doyle at 11. Obviously, you're here. Uh, and then Tuesdays is now going to be Hunters at 7. We moved from Monday to um, Tuesdays. And then Wednesdays, Vikings. And now we're at the earlier time slot of 8. Uh, make sure to follow us online. Um, not just us. I mean all of us, After Buzz, Popcorn Talk, <laughs> um, thumbs up, comments. We love seeing your comments on the videos. Twitter, tweet at the actors. Come. Do you want to see them here? Tweet at them and tell them to come join us because we would love to talk to them about the show, pick their brain, and you know just discuss how awesome the show is with them. Uh, again, make sure to uh, iTunes, five stars, follow After Buzz on all those social media platforms because we cover a lot of really cool stuff, if you can't tell. Again, thank you so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. 
to watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.